Welcome back to Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin, and today I'm going to be talking to you about writing to agents, what you need to include, the unwritten rules, and how to make yourself stand out when you're requesting representation. So I know personally how nerve-wracking it is writing to an agent. When you press that ascend button, all the little butterflies in your stomach go, and I think I read each email through about 50 times to check that the wording was right, to check that the spelling was right, to check that I'd included everything and all my links worked. So I know how nerve-wracking and difficult it can be. So with that, I wanted to talk to you and give you an episode on all the things you need to include and the things that will help an agent and also the extra things that will make you stand out when you're writing to an agency looking for representation. So if I can just ease a bit of that worry and stress and just leave you with the excited nervousness about what opportunities could arise from it, then I would love to do that. So hopefully this episode is really helpful and gives you lots of information and tips so that you can start writing to agents. But the main reason as to why now rather than any other time is because agencies normally hold open auditions each year. When they're looking to take on performers onto their books, they hold open auditions and invite people along or you can apply and go along and have the chance to be seen by the agency and considered to be put on their books. Now, unfortunately, due to COVID, these auditions are no longer happening. So if you're seeking representation, you are going to need to write to the agents themselves. And recently in the Q&A, I got asked, what do I need to include and how can I write to an agent and what do I need to make myself stand out? So this is why I'm doing this episode now. Obviously, in episodes to come, I'll be talking about how you find the right agent for you how agents work and all the facts you need to know and how you can have a great relationship with your agent and so, so much more. But for now, I'm just going to talk about the representation email because I know a lot of performers are currently looking for representation and don't know the best way to go about doing this. So first of all, I'm going to talk about the unwritten rules. So when you're applying to agents, there are some things that they're going to expect that no one talks about. And some should be common sense and you should know, but others may um, shock you a little bit or maybe you just didn't think of it. So the unwritten rules, obviously you wanna be polite, you wanna be kind, you wanna be personal and you wanna be professional. So make sure that you avoid things like emojis, text talk or your spelling is correct you've got nice terminology in there so that you sound like you're um lovely to work with just be the best possible version of yourself 
The second unwritten rule is obviously being really personal. There is someone on the end of that computer that is going to be reading your email. So you need to know who you're addressing your email to. Now, when you go on agents pages, there's normally a who we are or about us or meet the team kind of page. If you go on there, most of the time you can work out all the people's names, what they do within the agency and who your email is going to go to. So then address the email to the corresponding person who is going to deal with the representation request from you. So try and find out who that will be. Now, personally, I know I've been unsure in the past quite who it's going to go to within the agency. So when writing, I haven't just put hi and then the agency's name. I've put hi and then I've put the director of the agency's personal name. So hi, Lauren Atkinson, just made up a name. Hi, Lauren Atkinson and team. So if you aren't sure who to go to, put the person's name in, who's the director of the agency and team. Don't obviously make up a name. Do your research and find the actual name, but I'm just making one up so you can see what I mean. Um, but instead of just putting, hi, made up agency, you need to put, hi, Lauren Atkinson and team. To make it really personal, I've just made up those names, but you get the idea make it really personal so that the agent who is or whoever's reading the email knows that you've done your research and you know who you're speaking to. And the last unwritten rule is be unapologetically you. Avoid apologising for being yourself. I know some performers have written before, I'm sorry if I'm not what you're looking for. Don't apologise if you're not what you're looking what they're looking for it's fine. You will be someone else's cup of tea. But try and avoid apologising for being yourself. You are you, you can't change that. Um, And if they don't necessarily want to represent you, there is someone else who will. And also they may absolutely adore you. But the problem is they might have so many people that are really like you on the agency, so they can't take you. So try and avoid apologising. You are you. If they want you, they will. If they don't, that's fine. Okay, so after the unwritten rules, I'm going to talk about what you need to include and what information is helpful for agents when you're looking for them to represent you. So if you want to take some notes here, please do feel free. And you can make yourself a little bit of a checklist of what you'd like to include when you're talking to these agents. So you should include your CV, so your performer CV needs to be attached to the email. This will obviously have on it all your training, your credits, your special skills, your appearance, everything like that will be on your CV. Then you will attach your headshot, your current up-to-date headshot. So make sure that's also on the email. I know it'll be on your CV, but you need to make sure you send a copy of your headshot so they can have a quick look at you straight away. Your reels are really important. If you've got a show reel for any discipline, a vocal reel, an acting reel, a dance reel, a choreography reel, a voice reel of you just talking, whatever that may be, make sure that they are in that email. The more of an idea that the agent can get of you, 
the more likely they are to be able to get an idea of whether they do or do not want to sign you. I will talk more about reels and how you insert them into the email in a moment. If you have Spotlight, make sure you include your Spotlight pin. It makes you look really reputable and and it shows you've trained at an establishment within the industry. And then, personally, I don't have a personal preference on this, but you need to include a cover letter. Now, whether you do that in the content of the email or whether you attach it as a separate file is entirely up to you. If it says on the website and send as a cover letter, then maybe do it as a separate document. But as long as the information's on there, I personally don't see a problem, but there may be an agent that does. So if they specify and cover letter, make sure that you have it as a separate document. But if they don't, this is the information you need to include within the email. So only a brief bit about your training because all your training and credits are going to be on your CV. So they can look at your CV for that. They don't need to know about that within the email. If you want to put when you graduated, brilliant, but they don't need to know all the details of your course and your qualifications, etc. So on a performer CV, obviously it's very different to the normal CV. On the normal CV that normal people have, <laughs> I say normal like they're a different breed of people, but if you're not a performer on your CV, you will have a personal statement, a bit about you that makes you stand out as a great worker. And on the performer CV, we don't have that. We have our appearance, our vocal range, where we trained, our headshot, all the credits that we've done, um, all the different qualifications and skills that we have. So all of that's on our CV, but we don't have a personal statement. So when you're writing this email, I like to include what would have been my personal statement so that I'm, you know, hard worker or I'm resilient or I'm, I actively create opportunities for myself. Um, whatever your qualities are, they're my qualities, so they may not be the same for you. You might have other elements where you really shine where maybe necessarily I don't. Um, so really think about what makes you stand out, what sets you apart from the crowd and put that in because I think it's a really nice way of the agent getting to know who you are. That's something they can't get from your CV or your headshot is what you're like to work with. So if you can include that bit of a, a bit of a personal statement, I think it's so worth doing so the agent can get a grasp on who you are. Something that's really helpful for agents to work out whether you're going to be the right client for them and they're going to be the right agent for you is knowing what kind of work you want to go into. So originally when I started out in the industry, I thought I really wanted to go into heavily theatre-based work. And then I did a theatre-based contract and then I did a screen contract for an educational video filming and fell in love with the screen acting world and so when I was talking with potential agents I knew that I wanted to go down the more acting for screen work and for some that didn't work and they didn't feel like they were going to help me in the right way but for some they were like yes we're really looking to push you in that direction so it's great that you want to go into that because that's how we see you and that's where we think you're going to do your best work. So it's always good to include what kind of line of work you want to go in. 
Not only should you put down the line of work, but you should also find reasons why they are the agency you want to go with and why you are the right client for their agency. So for example, if they say on their website that they nurture young talent and you're a graduate, include that in your email. Say, I'm fresh out the industry. I want someone who's going to nurture young talent like you say you do on your on your website I think we'd work really well together because I wouldn't I know you'll support upcoming fresh and new talent um and help me gain experience and become established in my field and that I think when I look at your books you don't have anyone who looks quite like me um so I think I'd be a great fit for your agency so really talk about why you'd be right for them but why they'd also be right for you how they can help you and how you can help them and then the last things there's a couple of top tips I have that I think just put your representation request above others will make your email stand out from the crowd so I'm gonna share these with you and hopefully they'll really help in helping secure you an interview with the agent you would like so Like I said earlier, include references to their website. So if they've got an ethos that's about being personal and professional, include that in your email. So like you say on your website about being personal and professional, that's something I pride myself in. Just little bits that show that you know them and that you've studied them and that you've done your research because they might think, oh, she she's really done her research or he's really done a good job of finding out about who we are and what we do clearly they think we're right for them maybe we should interview them and see if they're right for us because they've literally referenced our website and also it's kind of that subliminal messaging thing of oh they're thinking on the exact same lines as me they must be right for us so it's it's really really it's an extra little thing that takes time but I think is so worth doing like I say, make it personal. Don't copy and paste your email to each and every agent that you find is right for you. And make sure it's to that agency and you have edited bits in the middle because before I've seen it happen when someone has changed the first line but they didn't realise that halfway through they mentioned the name of the agency and it was the wrong agency because they copied and pasted it and they'd forgotten to alter it and they sent that off to another agency. Obviously they didn't hear back because they'd have probably not very um, been very appreciative of that. So make sure that it's personal to each email to each agency you're not just copying and pasting a blanket email because that's when little errors occur as well and it just shows you've gone that extra mile and you actually do want to work with them make genuine and authentic relationships with people and I think that's a massive thing in our industry is there are a lot of fake connections so if you can prove that you are genuine and authentic in your approach that will take you very very far When you're including your reels in the email, always include them as links rather than downloadable files. So downloadable files can take up too much storage, which they may not have on their computer. Downloadable files might be too big and they might just not attach to the email. And also, if they're downloadable files, the agents might not open them in case they are a virus. 
You want to make sure that the agent has the best chance of you watching your reels. So I always upload them to a YouTube channel, which is private. The only people that can access it are people that have the direct link to the channel and to the videos. So if you do that, you can embed the links into the email and they will be able to open it, but it won't be visible for the whole world to see. It'll just be so that the agent can see your reels without you sending a downloadable attachment. And that way it secures yourself more chance of them actually watching you and seeing what you do and knowing whether they'll want to sign you. And the last thing, which I think every single person should aim to do, is say thank you. You've written a really long email, no doubt, about you and about the industry and about what you want to go into and why you're right for them and why they're right for you. So thank them for their time. They might be having a really bad day. Like I say, it's a human on the end of the screen, not an agency. It's a human being that's going to read your email. So say thank you to them for taking the time to consider you for an interview or thank them for reading the email because that's a really lovely thing to do and it might just cheer them up on a day when they're having a really bad day. And a little thank you goes a long way and shows that they really are appreciated. So I hope that that was really helpful on what you can include the unwritten rules and also what extras are going to make you stand out when you're requesting representation from an agency. As always, I'm going to read a review out to you left by one of our amazing listeners. Now, each week I'm going to be reading a review that someone has left us on iTunes and I'm going to give them a shout out on our show as a massive thank you for supporting us and leaving a review. So this week it's Kira McRae and she's left us a five-star review and she said, amazing. For every performer out there, this is literally amazing. I'm hooked listening to those to these because they are so brilliant. I can't wait to hear more. Kira, a massive, massive thank you for taking the time to leave us a review. As you guys know, every review, every download, every share on social media means the world to us and helps us reach so many more performers, get the information they need for free. So I hope this was really helpful. A massive thank you. Please don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us, leave us a review to be in with the chance of getting a shout out on our show. This has been Performer Talks and I've been your host, Bethany Unwin.